Hi, I'm Yushana Fagan, your host, and welcome back to my podcast called But I Think I'll Be Okay. Hi, it's good to be back. However, I think the only way I can properly get into this episode is by first addressing the elephant in the room. And by elephant, no, I don't mean me. It just would only feel right to say why I missed a week. Truth is, the last two weeks have been quite tough. Tough in the sense that old feelings I thought had been confronted and buried resurfaced again. And by feelings, I mean feelings of mere hopelessness and uncertainty and desperation, but most importantly depression, feelings like I haven't done anything but the time I've been given here on earth so far. But before I get into that, I think I should just get into why I started to feel this way. You see, I'm a very self-aware person and I pride myself on the fact that I'm able to identify the exact intent and motivations behind my own actions, like how I'm able to identify the exact reason why I fear love, why I fear intimacy, but especially motherhood, why I fear I will look back on my life and be mortified by the fact that I didn't do anything exceptional, something amazing, something moving, something that really resonated with people, something that had a bigger impact, something that was bigger than me, something that made people proud of me, proud of my work, something that forced people to validate me and my existence, something that reminded me that I am enough, that I did do something with the time I was given here, whether it be going to a top university or whatever else society says makes one successful or worthy of living. I just feel as though if I were to die tomorrow, my life wouldn't have meant anything because it's hard to walk in a world where it feels like you're lost, but especially when it begins to feel like everyone has their shit together except for you. But as I said, let's go back to the beginning before I started to feel this way. So during the week I was working on the last episode, you know, at first I felt okay, I was positive what I was producing was great quality, I was sure that it was real, that it was authentic, it was funny, it was genuine, it was honest, it was open, it was transparent, it was vulnerable, it was me. However, the closer I got to the day I was supposed to publish it, the more I started to feel pressure to make the episode perfect, to make it exceptional, something amazing. And in turn, I began questioning whether I was being too real, too authentic, questioning whether I sounded like myself, whether I was being too honest, too open, too real, whether I should quit. I started to doubt myself and my abilities to make something I was truly proud of, to make something people could resonate with. I started to forget the reason why I started this podcast in the first place. I gradually began to forget what this podcast was supposed to truly mean to me, what it was supposed to represent, that it was supposed to act as a creative outlet for me and a hobby, a passion combined into one that I had been sitting on for years. I forgot what I wanted people to feel after listening to an episode how I wanted whoever was listening to take something away with them after, whether it be a laugh, a lesson, a new outlook, a new found level of empathy, 
However, this pressure and urge I felt to make this one episode perfect started to cloud that fundamental purpose of why I started this. This podcast was supposed to help me feel creatively free with no restrictions, but the pressure I felt wouldn't help me feel this, but most importantly felt awfully similar to the same pressure I felt while I was in education. It felt like I was back at school again, under that same kind of pressure that eventually forces you to turn around and ask yourself, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? Causes you to feel stuck, stagnant, like you're never moving nor going places, like you're walking through a world where everyone seems to have something that you don't, where everyone seems to have their shit together but you. However, once I published the episode, I began to feel better again. I could finally stop doubting myself. I could finally sleep knowing I published something that was of good quality because of the support I received. I was thankful enough to make something that made people laugh and got people thinking and encouraged empathy in some people. But then it was time for the next episode and I had an idea of what it would be on but I just didn't feel inspired enough to put it into effect. I couldn't focus, my mind wasn't in the right place. Why? Because I was starting to get caught up in analytics telling me this is the total number of people who have listened to your episode. So I began feeling pressure and anxiety to reach for the stars again, to produce something perfect, pull something out of my ass that was amazing, causing me to no longer have that passion and drive to produce. Because listen, if the episode I was going to make wasn't top tier, then there was no point of making it at all. Something so parallel to the way I felt during my time in secondary school, how much I I would fear failure so much to the point where I would rather not turn in an essay or would rather sit down and not write a single word in my exam except for my name on the front because of how scared I was to turn in something that wasn't perfect, something that had no mistakes, no faults, no errors. I put pressure on myself to be this perfect, immaculate being. So days go by and I still don't have the drive to write and record and it becomes apparent that I won't be publishing an episode Thursday 19th. As a result, this lack of motivation I had began to turn into something darker, feelings that I'm a failure, that I've only produced two episodes yet I've already lost that spark I had, that I've already failed this podcast just like how I failed last year by not going to university when I should have. I felt lost, inferior, I was wrapped up in the idea that I knew other people were out here making better use of their time, yet here I was struggling to record a simple podcast episode. I doubted myself, questioned whether I should be doing this, whether I made the right choice, maybe it was too soon, because there were other people out there doing a far better job than me, and I knew this. I began hating myself, reflecting on all the things I failed at and I feared this podcast was about to make the list. I found myself falling back into unhealthy habits trying to chase this high expectation to make everything I do and produce perfect and as a result I lost my creativity. I lost that inspiration I had just like how I lost my love for learning a subject that I was truly passionate about while I was in education. 
You know, you'd think something lifelong and constant like learning would inspire you and keep you motivated to learn more, to become more knowledgeable, but then you realise when the art of learning is placed into an artificial setting like school, where there's this constant pressure to outsmart and keep up with your peers and compete for the best grades against motherfuckers all over the country who you don't even know, it's very easy to lose oneself, all for the sake of trying to attain societal success at the expense of your own mental well-being. I started to lose myself again just like how I did last year. I thought with spending enough time in therapy since last year August, these feelings of, oh, wait, shit, I really don't know what I'm doing with my life, feelings that I'm lost, that I lack purpose, that my life and all the time I've spent on earth so far has no meaning. I thought all of these feelings would have subsided, but I guess not. These feelings and thoughts resurfaced again, all in the name of trying to make something perfect, something way bigger than me. It's extremely hard to live in a world where time is moving so fast that it's so easy to wake up one day and regret every decision you've ever made and feel like you're a complete waste of atoms. Suddenly more shit came crashing down. I started reflecting on all my dreams, ambitions and aspirations I had but still haven't achieved. I worried and asked myself how many more goals of mine will go to waste. You see, just as when I thought I was living for myself, just as when I thought I was content with the life I was living, the realisation that I'll be turning 20 this year started to kick in. I'll be turning 20 this year. And the truth is I'm scared. Actually, that's an understatement. I'm absolutely terrified. I still don't feel like I have a proper foothold in this world I'm living in. I'm not where I thought I would be. I haven't achieved what I thought I would by 19. And that scares me. It's haunting. It's sad to feel as though time and the world is moving so quickly and you don't have enough momentum to keep up in this race we call life. So you fall behind. But you realise... Everyone else is so far ahead, and so you beg and you plead for the world to stand still for a second, just for one second, to catch your breath. But no matter how much you cry out, no matter how many mental breakdowns you have, no matter how many times you cry yourself to sleep, no matter how many anxiety and panic attacks you experience, the earth continues spinning on its axis, reminding you of how small, how minute you are, reminding you that you don't matter. I'd always tell myself in my darkest moments during the depths of my depression, well, the world keeps spinning, because no matter how low, no matter how sad and depressing I got, I'd remind myself, well, the world would always keep rotating. It did so before me, and it would so after me. It was as if I didn't matter, my issues didn't matter, my problems didn't matter. Life would continue as normal despite the fact that I was slowly dying on the inside. This is where perfection and the urge to outdo myself and compete with my peers at school led me to. It consumed me to the point where I felt like I wasn't operating my own body and ultimately almost killed me, both metaphorically and literally. Trying to chase this perfect dream I had in my head caused me to lose myself 
and made me severely depressed and suicidal last year. See, this is where my drive to make everything perfect led me to. So reminiscent of the way I felt while in an exam. Because you see, if I didn't make that psychology, sociology or politics essay perfect, I wouldn't get those final A-level grades I wanted. And if I didn't get those grades I wanted, I wouldn't get into a top university. And if I didn't get into a top university, I wouldn't get that degree I wanted. And if I didn't get that degree I wanted, I wouldn't attain that amazing salary. And if I didn't attain that, then I wouldn't be able to afford that car, that beautiful house I imagined for myself. I wouldn't be able to go on fancy vacations, live the life my parents and their parents never had the chance to. I wouldn't be able to embody that strong, independent woman energy I dreamed of embodying. All of these things society values, material wealth, status, I wouldn't obtain. And because of this, nobody would love me. I'd live and die alone because nobody wants to be with a nobody. Someone who failed at every chance they got. I feared I'd wither away into a pool of nothingness, hopelessness, with not a single ambition left in me. This, this is what perfection led me to. It caused me to catastrophize, doubt myself, hate myself, loathe myself and every single thing I did, so much so that life became impossible to live. For the sake of wanting to attain perfection, something that does not exist and not to be labelled a failure in society's eyes. I lost myself. I became a shell of a person. Yushana no longer existed. You could touch me. You could feel me. But I wasn't there because I was too hung up on the fact that I was 18 and still felt like I hadn't done anything special with my time here. It just felt like while the world moved too fast, I couldn't keep up. I thought I had outrun my depression, only to feel the same way I felt last year again. I thought I had laid down a solid enough foundation that represented my well-being by going to therapy. But again, I began to question, what am I doing with my life? I know what I want and what I aspire to achieve, but I don't know if I'll ever get there. You know, for the past four to five years, it just feels like I have a ton of ambition and dreams. And so I mentally set goals. I plan a path and a route, yet I always end up on the other side of the footpath. I feel like I've let my 14-year-old self down. All the promises I made to her, all the things I told her we'd achieve by now. I thought I knew with certainty what I wanted to achieve in life and knew exactly how I'd achieve it but now I'm unsure. I don't know, I, it just feels like I'm stuck in this state of incongruence, as if the life I aspire to live is completely different to the one I'm currently living. It's a tough pill to swallow when there's this great mismatch between the life you wanted and envisioned for yourself and the one you're currently living. I fear I'll wake up at 30, look back on my life so far and hate myself for not doing enough not doing more with my time. I fear what I've lost cannot be found. That spark I had, that intelligence I had, that work ethic I once had, that ambition, that drive, that hunger, that aspiration I once had, no longer exists. I fear that I'll be 30 and 
look at my bank account and see it as a reflection on my life. Honestly, I'm desperate. I'm searching for a sign, something to grasp onto, something to remind me of who I am and how far I've come, but also to show me where I'll go, where I'll be in the next 20 years. But I don't know if this sign I'm waiting for is worth me sitting around and not living my life the way it can be lived. Eventually, Wednesday 18th came around, which was the toughest. I cried and had a mental breakdown, so I decided to watch a sad movie, since I only ever watch sad movies when I feel this way. I don't know, it makes me feel less alone, like I'm not the only one going through it. I remembered how severely depressed and suicidal I was last year, and I was scared that I might be reverting back into this, back into maladaptive coping mechanisms. I was just trying to grasp onto anything, something, searching for anything to make myself feel better. I started doing yoga again, going on nightly walks. I started doing all of these things I would use, you know, in a healthy way to make myself feel better in these moments. But these activities weren't as effective as they've always been. So I just accepted that I would just have to ride the feeling out. You know, sometimes when you're low and you're sad, you just have to acknowledge and accept what it is you're feeling and sit with it. Sometimes there isn't much you can do, just like how there wasn't much I could do at the time. But trust me, the feeling will pass. And it did for me. I slowly stopped feeling like I hadn't done anything with my life and took comfort in knowing how creative and intuitive and caring I am. Which is why I named this podcast but I think I'll be okay. I recall having a very hard time (laughs) choosing a name for this show. I was frantically searching for something original, but that also had meaning to me and my life story so far. And I remember last year after coming out of a serious depressive episode where I almost took my own life. After the first therapy session I had, I remember sitting down at the train station on my way home and writing an entry into my journal for the day and the last thing I wrote was but I think I'll be okay. You see I still don't know what direction my life is heading in. I don't know where I'll be in the next 20 years. I don't know whether I'll look back on my life and think fuck I haven't done anything but I do know this and it's that I can overcome anything because I've been there many times before I know what it means to feel lost, confused, hopeless, to be consumed by pure pessimism. So I may not be able to see into the future and see whether I make it, see whether I accomplish every dream, every goal I ever had. But one thing I do know for sure, and it's that with every step I take through life, I'm gaining tools, tools I can use as healthy coping mechanisms to help me out of despair. So I may not be some successful rich girl by the time I'm 30 but I do know this I love yoga I love baking I love singing I love art I love going on nightly walks around my neighborhood and taking photos of the sunset I love biking I love music I love making food I love learning psychology I love journaling and I absolutely freaking love the creative process that comes with making these podcast episodes. I love what I've created out of nothing, which is why I will continue doing this. 
See, I may not be the best at all of these things, but all of these hobbies of mine have reminded me of how enriching and stimulating life can be. They've retrained my brain to take pleasure in the smallest things. See, I know it's hard sometimes, but the main thing I want you to take from this episode is to find something that enriches your life in ways that societal success can't. I may not know where I'm going, what the next chapter is, or where I'll be in the next year, but I'm learning to take pleasure in simplicity and the mundane rather than trying to reach for perfection in every area of my life. Because the truth is, perfection does not exist. And I'm thankful by going to therapy, I'm now conscious of how I use this word in everyday life and refrain from using it too much. Which leads me onto my question, or should I say questions of the day. Have you ever felt lost, depressed, like you haven't made anything of your life? And if so, what do you do to ease your mind when it's in this state? Another question of mine is, has social media also influenced our urge to strive for perfection in every area of our lives? Has the education system placed pressure on us to strive for perfection and success by societal means, meaning material wealth through university, in turn making us susceptible to low self-esteem, self-confidence, and also mental health issues like depression and anxiety. I think there was definitely a reason I started feeling the same way I felt while I was in sixth form and secondary school. I will say though, my journey throughout education and how it hindered my creativity, individuality, self-confidence, and esteem, and made me severely fucking depressed, needs an entire separate episode for itself. But I'll be posting the QODs on Twitter at But I Think I'll Be Okay. And on that note, I've also figured out a way I can post little polls and questions and make them appear on my episodes on Spotify. Honestly, knowing I can do this now has just made my fucking week. So let me know your answers so we can maybe discuss this further. I've found that it's not only amazing to produce these episodes but it's even more special to hear the different perspectives people have on topics I talk about in these episodes. It's one of the main reasons why I do these, it's to hear your opinions. So please share your thoughts with me on Twitter or on Spotify, whatever's easy for you to be honest. And don't forget to leave the podcast a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Listen, even if you think it's shit, I still want to know, so leave a review either way. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. I adore you all, and I really hope something in this episode touched you all. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. I swear, that wasn't even on purpose. Like, everything that comes out of my mouth is predestined to sound dirty. Like, I I, I actually can't, man. I, like, I'm, bruh, I'm so done. I'm so done. Anyways, have a great week, have a great weekend, and I will see you soon. Bye!